Happy? Good. With Chris Locke. Hello, everyone, and uh, thank you for tuning in to episode two of Happy Good with me, Chris Locke, your host. I'm really happy that you're back and you're checking it out and uh, you're checking out the podcast for episode two. We're going to keep going with this thing. Uh, I've gotten really nice feedback, so thank you so much. And people on Twitter are arteen, you know, and uh, and saying nice things and fun things. And I really appreciate it because, uh, yeah, this podcast means a lot to me and I've been wanting to do it for a long time and we're finally moving with it. Thanks to Sonar Network. And everybody that's expressed excitement about it. So here we are, episode two, and it's such a tense time out there, you know? It's really tense, and, uh, you know, what I want you guys to do with me today is uh, just melt away again, you know, just fizzle, fizzle, turn into a cloud dog. That's what I think, I've been using that term a lot lately, cloud dog. And that's what I like. I like it. You're free mentally like a playing dog in the field, having fun. The joy just uh, enwraps and engulfs you. And you're like a fuzzy uh, consistency of a cloud. You're like a fuzzy, playful cloud dog just fizzing about in the fuzz world. You understand? Just really light, bouncy, I use dog in the park, but maybe there's no ground even. Just a cloud dog bouncing around the clear blue sky, fuzzing it up, um, sizzling, and and just uh, spraying just cloud webs this way and that. So take a deep breath in. Let's get going like that. Just kind of like... Oh, nice one in through the nose and then... release from the lungs just like that so nice just get let's do it one more time i'm not like i'm not like meditating joe over here you know i'm not trying to like turn this into like headspace app you know i don't i don't know but i do really appreciate the value and sensation of deep breathing and meditation so let's just do a couple together before we really get going okay Another, let's just do another one deep in through the nose. And then let go. And with that last breath, everything dark and monstrous and evil. There's demons everywhere right now. Demons from hell. They get blasted out of your mouth like that. Just like, it's like you're spitting a bunch of evil hell demons that wear like suits and are greedy and corrupt and just killing the planet right now all those demons you're like spitting them back into their own fiery hell pit and they and you're like there you go buddy go burn in there burn it up you know you could do whatever you want demon you can wear a hawaiian shirt smoke crystal meth as long as you're in your own fire pit burning in hell we're gonna be over here dancing around like a bunch of loose caboose cloud dogs no more of you, at least not for now, until we read the 
damn newspaper again. Someone on Twitter, thank you very much, mentioned the nice breeze that blows between the leaves uh, and through the trees. And that, I, I gotta say, that is my bread and butter, all right? A nice breeze, uh, a nice autumnal breeze, or a nice, you know, spring is coming kind of breeze you know through the trees i first of all i don't even know how much if i can express how grand and grandly i feel about these feelings and these images of a nice wind a little breeze going through the trees leaves everything and the, and the sound it makes first of all here let me start like this i think trees in general I think I've brought this up in other podcasts in the past, but I think trees in general are smarter than human beings. You know why? Because they are ancient. They've been here forever. They're so uh, complex. They're giant uh, ecosystems unto themselves with roots that spread throughout uh, the underground. And they communicate with each other. And different types of trees communicate. They have a, a network underground where different roots of different even species of trees help each other out, warn each other of, you know, bugs that will attack their bark or leaves or anything else. They, they secrete, uh, excrete pheromones that float through the sky so that other trees can heed their warnings. They look out for each other. And you know what? While we're running around, on this planet acting like a bunch of freaking uh, let's be honest human beings in general are closer to being demons more than anything else on the planet all human beings we're jumping around like little demons with our pitchforks trying to stab everything we can with the tip the tippy uh tops of our pitchforks just like stabbing stacks of money stabbing junk food cheeseburgers roast chickens cows everything and we're just trying to get everything for ourselves just huge uh whatever we want cars <laughs> we're trying to stab giant luxury cars with our pitchforks and going mine mine and the whole time that we're doing this giant beautiful thick trunked trees or other kind of trees like Birch trees, oak, maple, you you name it. All kinds of beautiful trees are standing there looking at us the whole time, not saying a damn thing. They're being as quiet as any, as an ancient wise um, guru. Just kind of like an ancient wise mystic, these trees. They stand there and they watch us. I bet you trees have, like I said, their roots have a way of communicating with each other. And they they release those pheromones or whatever they're called, those kind of like, yeah, so to warn each other. I bet you they also have a tree version. We haven't probably seen it, but they have a tree version of looking at each other and rolling their eyes at us like a bunch of uh, giant maple leaf trees are standing near each other and they see us going like, mine, give that to me. Give me that. Give me your girlfriend. Give me your car. Give me that house. Give me rubies. Give me gems. Give me sacks of loot. 
Ah, I want it all. Give me all the cheeseburgers and don't make me fat. Give me plastic surgery. Give me liposuction. You know, and these trees kind of like look at each other and I can't do it because I'm going to, I'm rolling my eyes, but they, you know, this is audio, but picture the trees looking at each other and being like, <laughs> oh, brother. There they go again. Yeah, there you go. That's my idea. So trees already, to me, have such a luxurious essence about them. I love them. And when I hear stuff about, you know, not to be... This is a happy podcast. We're feeling good. And you're feeling good because you're great. But we all know we don't need to talk about the rainforest and forestry and blah, blah, blah. We know that's out there. And we're going to take another deep breath and blow all that BS out, too. I'm just going to do it for myself because I don't want to go there right now. So we're going to take one breath in. All that awfulness, how we treat nature, and just out. Blow it out and we'll forget it for now. And we'll just focus on the richness of trees and how they enrich your life and you and think of a time that you've sat under a tree and you've listened to that breeze blow and you were could have been doing anything you know i know it's, you could have been sitting up, up at a cottage by a lake or a cabin wherever you are in the world however you describe it a cabin and it's quiet and you can just hear the nature sounds the the leaves rustling the uh, crick the creaking of the of the trunk of the tree bending in the wind the drops of the the water hitting the shore the lapping on the shore and just uh, leaves blowing grass blowing birds chirping crisp sun rays shining through the leaves beautiful and you're there feeling really good relaxing and that's it what are you doing Sometimes you'd go and sit under a tree when you were a kid and a teenager or something. And you didn't even have a car, didn't have a bike at the moment. When you were a teen, you would just go sit at a tree and wait for somebody to come bring you a joint and you'd smoke a joint or something and laugh or something. Or you'd sit under a tree by yourself and... I don't know, read The Three Musketeers by Alexandra Dumas or whatever. You just sit there and be like, wow, the whole world is open and waiting for me and ready for me. And you know what? That truth never goes away. Whether you're a teen or whether you're 87, I assume. I'm not 87. I might be. If time is a flat circle, I'm also 87 right now and 17. The thing is, is the world is always wide open. Yes, it feels stressful sometimes. It feels tense. It feels like everything is crushing you down and putting you into a little box so that you can't move. But we all know that that little box is... Imaginary. It's not real. We are as free as birds. Free as birds that fly through the trees, land on the branches, look around, enjoy the view, and flap our wings and fly on. 
and leave because we are free to do whatever we want in our minds and in our souls. And we know that we can achieve whichever we prefer, whichever we like, because we just will put our mind to it and we'll do it. We can do whatever we want. Even if you want to melt into the couch and play Zelda Breath of the Wild and eat a big bag of nacho cheese Doritos, uh, yeah, I think you can achieve that. I think it'll be fine, you know? And I don't think anyone would would or should judge you at this point, and you should not judge yourself for doing these uh, luxurious things at this time. We are free. We are creatures on the planet, all one, together. This planet is all of us, everything. The trees, the birds, the breeze, all of it is us. And it comes through us, and we see it, and it's all trapped in our mind as much as it is on the outside. If you close your eyes and take a deep breath in and breathe out and look inside, your skull is actually a giant open palladium of just images of everything that is out there. It's a miniature universe. The universe flows through our skull. And in our skull, we behold the universe. So you close your eyes now, and you can see the exact tree that you want to see. And you can feel the exact breeze blowing through the leaves of that tree in your skull, the miniature universe that you have all to yourself. You can see the stars at night, and you can see the moon, and you can see the wolf doing one of those poses that is, let's be honest, exactly like how a wolf poses on those giant wolf t-shirts that they sell at gas stations just outside the city. You know what I'm talking about? Those are cool. I want like three of them, and I want them extra large so that they just drape over me so I can be all snug in them. I'm completely happy knowing that we can close our eyes and we can go inside there. Our own personal universe anytime we want. Anywhere. You could be scared of the world like it's some sort of dystopian future nightmare. You know? These weird sort of like robocops marching around the earth saying like, you there, don't hold that person's hand. Get away from that person. Don't play with your dog. Don't play with your children here. Here's a thousand dollar fine for playing with your children on the grass. And these weird sort of policing vehicles roll down the street with sirens and megaphones. You there, get away from... Uh, drop the ice cream, go back inside. Drop the hot dog, go back inside. Go, stay inside, you know? Just stop hugging, stop kissing, stop loving. Go back inside, or you will get a $1,000 fine, or we'll put you in prison. A cube, a cyber cube that locks you in there. You can think about all you do. Imagine, worst case scenario, they lock you in a cyber cube floating there and you've got nobody 
close your eyes and you will always have your miniature universe inside your giant wide open skull and you can close your eyes and look in there and you can see everybody that you've ever loved and that you miss and that you want to hug and kiss and you can hold them under these giant beautiful trees with the breeze blowing through the leaves and the sun shining and the grass and it's a little hard because your butt is sitting on like a big root uh, but you respect it you're like it hurts but what am I going to do give the tree a hassle the tree is just being itself you know and there's there's dirt and there's grass and there's little pebbles and there's ants and there's a ladybug and there's taller blades of grass that are blowing with the breeze there's all kinds of stuff you know and you're wearing your favorite comfy pants and you're wearing your favorite comfy shoes and you're sitting there and it's beautiful and you feel like a million bucks and you're inside your miniature universe getting lost feeling love anything can happen you know a giant tree comes to life and stands up and starts walking towards you and bends down and it's got a face on the top where the leaves and the branches break and it goes, are you enjoying leaning against my wife? Yeah, that's right. You're actually leaning against my wife. Ha, ha, ha. Don't be afraid, though. We are uh, all meant to take care of one another. And this is something that my wife actually enjoys doing. Letting a person sit below, lean against his trunk, reading The Three Musketeers by Alexander Dumas. Do it. Do whatever you want. Do you want me to get a hot dog from a boiling pot? Stick it in a bun that's been toasted a little bit? Put some big French's yellow mustard on it and some Heinz relish on it? One of those, oh, you want that? I want that. And then you and the tree are just eating hot dogs together. The tree's like, you know, the breeze is kind of cool. Do you mind if I put something a little warm on? And the tree puts on one of those knit zip-up cardigan sweaters that have uh, knitted images all over the sleeves and back. Do you know what I'm talking about? Maybe the knitted image of the on the like the thick, heavy knit zip-up cardigan is actually. They knitted patterns of trees on the back, and the trees wearing a big cardigan with trees on the back. And it's like, oh, that's better. And then it brushes its leaves back like it's a nice head of hair. Anyways, I brought a whole basket full of hot dogs fixed with all your favorite fixing on it. Now, when I'm telling this story, I love mustard and relish, okay? Just classic mustard and relish on a hot dog. In fact, um, a little peek behind the scenes here. After I record this episode, I think that's what I want for damn lunch, man. Gonna eat it. Woo! We're free, baby. We're free to eat the hot dogs we want. And they're bad. They're gross. But whatever. They're good. They're gro- They're not gross. They're delicious. But they're bad for you physically. Maybe. A lot of sodium. A lot of nitrates. But we're not focusing on that stuff. 
right now. Send so send send thoughts of sodium and nitrates down to the freaking pits of hell with all those greedy business demons there eating each other's asses and getting sodium and nitrate high blood pressure and I don't know right now let's just picture those demons exploding like popcorn kernels blood and guts splattering the the walls of hell so long suckers let me tell you something I can paint a beautiful picture like a bunch of trees hanging out by a lake and talking and sharing hot dogs with you and having a good time but I'll tell you something and this is something I truly believe picturing the hell on planet earth and the darkness is also just as powerful remember that Feeling good is not about ignoring hell, ignoring pain, ignoring demons, ignoring terror. It's about acknowledging it, looking at it, and pulling its pants down and making fun of it. That can also cheer you up. So if you listen to Happy Good with me over and over, and you come along with me on this journey every episode... You're going to hear that stuff too, because I'm not going to ignore it and I'm not going to deny it. This is a fun place for you to feel good about yourself and relax and take a moment away from all the pain and terror and horror of, you know, everyday life that can happen sometimes. But it's also a place where we would like, okay, so have you ever seen that demon? There's a painting of a demon that has like another face where its butt should be. Okay. So, like, give me a break. Okay. So imagine you're hanging out in a nice little village, probably Italian. I feel like demons' paintings are always Italian. They're in some sort of Italian village. Anyways, or Japanese. Japanese have really cool demon paintings. But anyways, you're in this village, and you see some sort of uh, priest or something... And you're like, oh, hey, Father, what are you selling today? you selling, like, bread or something? Or I guess, do you even sell stuff? I don't know what you do. But for some reason, I think I want bread, and I feel like you've got some. And then this other weird creature comes up and is like, give me all the bread. Give me your souls. I'm a demon. And you're like, whoa, yikes, I'm so scared of demons. What the hell? But uh, why are you wearing jeans? And the demon's wearing jeans. And, uh, never mind why I'm wearing jeans, mortal. Uh, Give me your soul. Give me your bread. Give me everything that you love and like. Give me, uh, give me that copy of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Give me that big red bag of nacho cheese Doritos. Give me everything you like. I'm a demon. I'm the, I'm the most terrible person. Uh, I'm not even a person. I'm a thing. I'm a creature. I'm terrible. I bother you. Am I bothering you? Yes, you are. And you know what? This is when you look your horror right in the eyes. And you go, I see you, horror. I see you, pain. I see you, terror. I see you, demon. I see you, fear. You're not going to bother me and this priest right now who are just trying to talk about bread and the nice Italian sun. You're not bothering us. In fact, hey, everybody, gather around. 
Look at this demon who came up from wherever the hell. <laughs> Pun intended, I guess. And he's just trying to bother us and ruin our day. Well, check this out. I don't care. I don't, I'm not afraid. And none of you should be afraid of this person either. Because check this out. And then you reach and grab the demon's jeans, rip them down, and there for everybody to see is the demon's other face where his butt should be. Do you know the painting I'm talking about? And everybody in the town is like, ah, <laughs> what the, what is that all about? What are you doing? Why do you have a face there? And the demon tries to own it, you know? Doesn't that scare you? It's scary that I'm abnormal in that regard. I have a face where a butt should be. And uh, therefore, I'm otherworldly, and you don't understand, and therefore your fear should overcome you, and you should feel terror and afraid, and you should give me everything you want and live in fear forever. And I'm like, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, but if his face is where his butt should be, then where does his... <clears throat> you know what come out of and everyone's like ah ha ha this demon this this manifestation of horror and terror is ridiculous ah ha ha and then poof the demon disappears in shame because we beat it together by looking at it acknowledging it and acknowledging that it's um it's weak it doesn't have anything over on us. It's futile to try and, 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 and scare us because we're free. We are who we are. We, can t we have power over everything we want. We can close our eyes and we can go backwards into that mini, miniature little universe. And, and, and the funny contradiction of miniature and universe that we all have control over is that it might be miniature because it's inside our minds inside our skulls the skull has a boundary to it yes but the actual idea of a universe doesn't as far as we know so far it's infinitesimal it stretches out forever so even though i'm talking about this miniature universe that we can go to in our mind i'm also telling you that it's it's infinite it's massive it's endless we can do whatever we want in there and play around and find anything. And yes, in my mind, there is a giant, deep, untapped, primal pool, dark, black, liquid, deep back in there, full of fear and horror, just waiting to be tapped by us. But we gain power over it by knowing that it's there sucker right so every time you go i'm overwhelmed right now i feel terror well make a manifestation of what that terror looks like in your infinitesimal miniature universe and look at it and point your finger at it and go ha 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 sucker you're trying to mess with me no not this time i'm in power i'm the guy Yeah, so I think that's a good way, good place to end it for episode two. 
it's about for me you know and I hope it works for you because you guys are all lovely you're all special and I'm I'm really happy to be doing this for you I hope I cheer anybody up even just a little bit because we really deserve it and I guess I would like to say that be creative with it be creative with your fears and 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 your anxiety and and your sadness and and play with it and and flip it and go to that place go to that place that makes you feel the breeze blowing through the trees the the leaves rustling and blowing and go to that freedom anytime you want anytime you want because it's possible and i try to do it a lot and it's hard but the hard part is part of the fun because you have to get creative but uh, but it's always up to you and i know you can do it all right i feel better after that one took some deep breaths had some fun creating also I wanted to say that this is the second episode, so no big worry. I don't like to be this kind of guy. I know I made fun of the greedy demons blowing up and popping like popcorn kernels in hell. But I do want to say that I am home all the time now, as in this quarantine, like all of us are. I didn't want to mention it for this episode, but maybe it's good to remember every now and then that we this is going on and maybe we're not in the quarantine in the future and we can look back and be like oh yeah that was a crazy time but right now this is being made during massive global quarantine but i so i'm not doing comedy live on stage anymore and that kills me that was my real you know i did it almost every night and it's a part of my free expression and i really love it and I need to express myself to people and bring joy. And I love seeing happy people laughing and having a good time. And, of course, I always love post-shows, too. I loved having a drink after with everybody and laughing and hugging. When's the last time you hugged a person that you're not quarantined with, you know? And so I'm doing this and and some other stuff, I guess, but and quarantine obviously won't last forever but for this uh podcast which i do hope lasts forever uh, i've started a patreon and i've got a few patrons already which i'm thank you so much i'm i'm really proud of that and thankful and grateful for that and there are going to be special interview episodes monthly on the patreon that you can only get as a subscriber and i've got one lined up already with an amazing comedian so we're going to talk about like positive stuff we're going to talk about anything it's going to be fun stuff with like great comedians and great people and so those will only be exclusive to my patreon so if you subscribe to that there's a bunch of different tiers and you can check it out otherwise I'm glad you checked this out anyways, the regular weekly one. It's uh, it's for you guys to feel good, laugh, relax. And it's on Sonar. Check it out. And also the Utopia to Me uh, podcast that I used to do with other uh, comedian guests um, f- for about four years on and off is being put up on Sonar again to, uh, now. So check that out. But that's it. 
I don't know how to like I don't have a good sign off for that but cloud dogs just close your eyes and think of cloud dogs prancing around up on that open field and fizzing and fuzzing about and uh, let's also make up another word foozling foozling about and so next time you're having a hard time close your eyes and think about the, what would a cloud dog do alright that's where we're going to end it now thanks so much for tuning in and thanks for having me and we'll talk again soon bye this podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network hey Griffin here and we want to tell you about our show it's called Kill to Death and every week we solve a made up murder it's all improv with a ton of great comedy guests like Sean Cullen, Mark Little, Sarah Hennessy, Becky Johnson, Chris Locke, a polite no from one of the members of legendary Canadian comedy group Kids in the Hall. Sometimes you can hear the guys who live above us talking through the ceiling, Nicole Passmore, and many more. Check it out on the Sonar Network where you can find this show or search Kill to Death wherever you get your podcasts. Kill to Death. It's usually less than an hour. hour.